Hello, hello, my name is Jordan and I'm your host and today we are back in the hotel. Definitely still gonna be here for like the next 30, 50 days until I actually move into my new house. So that's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> um, uh, I just wanted to say that today we are going to be talking about intrusive thoughts, which means it's going to be a lot of depressing stuff so and educational stuff, so if you are not prepared to listen to this video, please click off right now. There's going to be a lot of trigger warnings for uh, suicide, sexual acts, anything like that. Uh, anything to do with intrusive thoughts, I'm pretty sure you guys know. So today we're going to be talking about what intrusive thoughts are, the impact of intrusive thoughts, and basically how to handle intrusive thoughts. So yeah, again, if you are not prepared to listen to this video, please click off right now, but I do appreciate the support in wanting to listen to the actual podcast episode. But yeah, so today we're going to be going over our Rose Thorn Bud, which for new listeners, if you don't know, a rose is a highlight success small win or something positive that happened today or within the last week. A thorn is a challenge you experience or something you need more support with. And lastly, a bud are some new ideas that have blossomed or something that you're looking forward to knowing more about or experiencing. So let's start with my rose. Um... That's a good question. What is my rose? I, well, let's start with my thorn. Honestly, I've been feeling very depressed lately, um, mainly because I'm stuck in a hotel room and I have no private space and I do not have anything to do here. Um, of course, I have my Xbox and everything, but, you know, sometimes you don't want to play a game. That's, that's about the gist of it all. And sometimes you don't want to draw. Sometimes you don't want to write. And since I'm depressed, I don't want to do any of those things. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of my thorn. But my rose is probably at least I have my game and at least I have some sort of form of entertainment. Even if I am depressed and I don't want to do any of them, at least I still have them. <laughs> um, and then a bud would probably be getting out this hotel room. <laughs> you, you see, that's mainly the whole source of the problem just trying to get out of this hotel, hotel room or staying in this hotel room is the main source but really really trying to get out of the hotel room um, but you know it all comes with patience and time um, so yeah we're gonna just go jump right into it so what really are intrusive thoughts we are going to read the I wouldn't say Google definition but the definition that some websites have brought up so, intrusive thoughts are unwanted thoughts that can pop into your head without warning at any time. They often are repetitive with the same kind of thought cropping up again and again, and they can often be disturbing or even distressing. So, how do you really dis how do you really spot out an intrusive thought? How do you know, hey, this might be an intrusive thought and I have to handle it? How do I deal with it? So, the three characteristics of a uh, intrusive thought is that they are unusual, that they are bothersome and hard to control. And if you are someone like me, I've definitely, well, I guess everybody in the population kind of deals with intrusive thoughts, so intrusive thoughts definitely, definitely kind of stick in your brain for way, way too long, more than they need to be. And I know that I'm here about accepting intrusive thoughts as the title suggests, but 
it can be very disturbing as as I said before very uh, bothersome very not okay <laughs> to say the least not okay to say the least but yeah those are the three characteristics and more than 24% of people have dealt with unwanted intrusive thoughts and impulses so as I said 94% of people and I doubt there's I see the small amount of people I would say 100% of people but in that study, it says that 94% of people actually deal with intrusive thoughts. So, as I said, it's round about everybody deals with them. So, if you go up to someone and be like, Hey, have you ever had the thought of, like, randomly jumping off a bridge because you're on a bridge? They're probably going to say yeah. <laughs> They're probably going to say yeah. And even if that thought is just, like, so random, so peculiar peculiar so out of the blue so gruesome it's like it's normal for some reason our brain just concocts so many intrusive thoughts and lets you think of them in the worst moments possible uh, especially like as I said when I get on bridges I just have this thought like oh my god what if I jumped off or oh my god what if uh, I just the bridge falls and collapse and we every everybody dies like no Stop it! <laughs> stop thinking like that. But it's you can't stop it because that's what intrusive thoughts naturally are. And so the cause of intrusive thoughts, who knows? <laughs> like literally, the cause of intrusive thoughts are unknown, but it's extremely common. And it's even more common if you have a diagnosis such as depression, anxiety, OCD, or PTSD. And as you guys know, I had depression and anxiety, so you know... Intrusive thoughts are definitely, definitely something that I've had to deal with a lot in my lifetime. So, if you ever get an intrusive thoughts, know that it's extremely common. Even if there is no sort of way that you can think about, like, why they're happening, they're extremely common and it's normal and it's natural. And you don't have to worry about if you have depression and anxiety unless you were worried about it before. Um, or OCD or PTSD. You don't have to worry about if you have these conditions just because you're having intrusive thoughts because everybody has them. It's extremely common and it's normal and it's natural. Everybody has them. And so, yeah, just because you're having intrusive thoughts doesn't mean that you automatically have all of these mental health conditions that um, I mentioned before. That being said, the impact of intrusive thoughts are just being worried about what they mean. And if you have just been having more intrusive thoughts lately and thinking about what they mean, like for example, just going back to the bridge example, because I have that one so often, um, <laughs> just going back to that one, you may be worried about like whether you're, homici you're homicidal, suicidal, etc., when naturally it's just an intrusive thought, so you don't have to worry about what they mean. And another impact is trying to control or stop the thoughts. And if you're anything like me, you hate having intrusive thoughts. You hate the fact that intrusive thoughts exist. Um, and try, we'll try your hardest to stop by stop um, thinking about the intrusive thoughts by doing anything to distract yourself such as playing the game, such as drawing, such as writing, such as anything like that, anything that helps you distract yourself. And sometimes you still see it popping up and popping up and popping up again um, 
after you've tried to distract yourself. So if you really want to stop intrusive thoughts from happening, the real reality is that you have to try and address the thought for what it is and let it pass on. If you keep on having it cropping up again and again and again, address the thought and let it slide. And know that it's just an intrusive thought and that's the end of the day. That's it. So another impact of intrusive thoughts is that some people feel ashamed and want to keep them a secret from others. As I said, it can be a very disturbing thing. So of course, somebody, you're going to think like you're not normal, think that you're weird, think that you're, again, homicidal, suicidal, or sexual deviant, or anything like that, because there are many types of uh, intrusive thoughts. So you're probably going to feel ashamed by them. But again, if you went up to somebody else and say, hey, I had this thought, have you ever had this thought before? They're most likely going to say yes, or they're going to say, no, I haven't had that thought before, but of course I've dealt with similar things, like trying to think of another one. Yeah, I don't know, but because <laughs> I'm telling you, this bridge example is like the example that I, <laughs> I actually think about, but um, they might say, no, I haven't had that thought before, but I have had similar thoughts um, like, and pop up and pop up and pop up again, aka intrusive thoughts. So, you don't have to be ashamed for what you're thinking. You do not have to be ashamed for any intrusive thought that pops up because it's normal and it's not your conscious thinking. It's kind of just an intrusive thought and it comes out of nowhere and it's bothersome and it's unusual, but it's, it's an intrusive thought and it's not your, um, your way of thinking. So that's basically one of the ways that you can help handle intrusive thoughts, but I'm definitely going to talk about that more in the future. So again, let's talk about another impact of intrusive thoughts. So just because you have an intrusive thought doesn't mean that you have a mental health diagnosis, but if you keep on having intrusive thoughts again and again and again and again and again, and more on a like repeated basis every day all day then that can definitely lead to a mental health diagnosis and if it's increased in like frequency and severity so what that means is if you have a thought of hurting yourself and that thought increases every day all day and you have like graphic images and pictures of yourself imagining yourself doing that thing then of course that's when you get to the point of seeking help or seeking a mental health diagnosis and maybe it's just a normal intrusive thought but it's better safe than sorry you can definitely try and express this sort of intrusive thoughts to somebody whether that's your friends whether that's your family whether that's somebody who's actually professionally able to deal with it um, you can definitely express this to someone and they can help you navigate it or especially if it's a mental health professional they can diagnose you I definitely wouldn't trust your family or friends or even yourself to diagnose yourself. Um, but if, when it comes to self-diagnosis, make sure that you are doing your own research, doing, um, looking at the facts, looking at your symptoms, and addressing it with somebody else who can actually, um, who can actually sort of tell you whether or not this is what it is.
And lastly, we're getting through this episode really quick. Usually our episodes are an hour or so, but since I'm a little bit on a time frame and also in the hotel room, so housekeeping can come in like any second. <laughs> um, um, we're going to have this be a little short episode of just handling intrusive thoughts and things like that. And I'm sure it's going to be more digestible for the people who don't want to listen to like an hour or so of a podcast episode. So, hey. <laughs> it's a win-win. So, that being said, if you are trying to handle intrusive thought, recognize that it just is a thought. You don't have to add any meaning to it. You don't have to say, oh, hey, <clears throat> I'm ashamed for all my thoughts and, well, not all of my thoughts, but the intrusive thought, and I'm ashamed by thinking this way. So, I am automatically must be a freak. Something must be wrong with me. Just realize that again it's just a thought and you do not have to put a lot of meaning to it and if you continuously think about what the meaning of this intrusive thoughts is then you're going to be just like thinking about it constantly and putting yourself in the cycle of just like thinking bad about yourself or thinking bad about the thought and thinking like what does it actually mean and thinking too much about it entirely too much about it so it can just lead you in this cycle of just awfulness absolutely awfulness and if you ever want to actually handle an intrusive thought acknowledge it and move on think about it for a second be like huh that was odd but you know it's just an intrusive thought and let it move on let it move on briefly through the waves of consciousness, through the waves of thoughts, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to uh, call it to help you, like, cope with it. <laughs> um, don't try and push them away. It's best not to try and push them away because you're going to block your way of thinking. You're going to try and distract yourself, but it's going to crop up again and again and again. The more you try to block it away from your thinking, the more that it's going to, you know, be stuck in your head. And the more it's going to make you feel bad, the more it's going to make you feel, like, weird about yourself, make you feel awful about yourself. Yeah. So, you're definitely not a freak for feeling this way, for thinking this way. Um, You're definitely not a freak for having it crop up in your mind again and definitely not a freak for having an intrusive thought it's it's natural everybody goes through intrusive thoughts and if you ever are worried about it please do see a mental health professional if they start to disrupt disrupt your daily life and particularly if they're impairing your ability to work and or do things that you enjoy because that's the point of where that's when it becomes a problem If you ever see that it's increasing in frequency and severity and it's actively disrupting your life and things you enjoy or your time at work, please do see a mental health professional because it may be more than you think. But at the same time, again, intrusive thoughts don't mean that you have a mental health diagnosis, but if you are seeing these signs, it's important to go ask somebody for help. Um, whether that is your family, friends, or a mental health professional. That being said, we are going to close out this episode. Really, really quick episode. 
kind of alarming how quick it is, but that was just a <laughs> just a little bit of information for you to digest, and I hope that it was helpful. I hope that you feel a little less freakish about your thoughts, or feel a little less, um, you know, freaked out by your thoughts. And yeah, so we're going to continue with the closing remarks. So we do have a website, which is foreverbloompod.org. If you have an Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, we're all at foreverbloomingorg, plus on Twitter at foreverbloomorg. And the research for this episode is in forever, is on our website, in our podcast section. Our podcast guest form, if you want to be on the podcast, is in our podcast section as well. If you want to be have your revised feature on one of our episodes, our audience spotlight form is also in our podcast section and you can email us at management at foreverbloompod.org let us know your thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, and how we can improve the podcast because we absolutely love hearing from you and be sure to check out fporg.card.co and that is card with two R's for all of our easy, accessible links. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, rate us on Spotify, and share with your friends if you enjoyed this episode. And have a great day, afternoon, or night whenever you're listening to this. Thanks for tuning in.